Mescalero. As you probably know by now, you're listening to a podcast. You get a chance for some of the unique stories out there um, to be heard and, if anything, inspire our community. another episode of riding on the wall podcast we don't have any sponsor for this episode but if you'd like to be a sponsor hit me up at the, on this episode we have a uh, denny ward with us and of course blue how you guys doing doing pretty good how about how about yourself i'm doing great man it's great to be here uh chilling with you guys recording the podcast awesome um do does anyone know that you're coming to do this just only my family. That's it. <laughs> my daughter was super excited. She said, Dad, you're going to be on the internet. Yeah. She was all happy. So, yeah. yeah. Um, well, of course, uh, everybody probably by now kind of knows what this podcast is all about. And um, we're always about trying to boost up people in the community. And you were honestly one of the first people I thought about interviewing because, man, I've always been real interested in you and your band. Ever since... um. I started, so for, if the world doesn't already know, I'm married to Denny Ward's sister. And so mm-hmm. me and Denny are pretty close. Um, whenever I first moved in with my girlfriend at the time, that's when me and Denny got close. And I noticed him drumming all the time. And I would have, him, I would have you play these songs, like just random songs. I'd have you play Iron Maiden, uh, Megadeth. And whatever song it was, you could just drum to it. And I thought it was bad. I'd just sit on the bed and watch you drum. And I would just love that. It was so cool. It was so awesome to see how talented you were. And I knew, like, man, this guy's got some something real here. He knows how to play these dang drums, you know. And uh, when I – I don't know when um, – so, okay, let me back up a little bit. We want to boost you up. You're doing a great job with your band, and that's why you're here. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about experiences with the band that you're in. And so the name of the band is called Mezcal, right? That's correct. M-E-Z-K-A-L. Cool. Who um, Who is all in the band? So it's currently me, my dad, uh, Ivan Scott, and Alan Scott, too. And your dad's name is also my Danny Ward. My dad's name is Danny Ward, too. And actually, he's, he's doing the drumming um, at this point. Um, I am filling in as a singer nice. for now and, and uh, uh, until we get another singer. If we do, yeah. I, I don't think I'm that good anyway. But, uh, yeah, my dad's the one that showed me how to drum in the first place. Yeah. Um, I picked it up from him. He was always drumming in the house when I was smaller. So that's where I got it from. And, uh, yeah, so so that's that's our band right now. And I've seen your little brother play with you a few times oh, for yeah. a few shows. Darius? No, no uh, not that one. Which one? Uh, Anthony Kleinkel's his name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, um, before right. we move on, shout out to Anthony Kleinkel. He just graduated last year um, from NIMI, New Mexico Military Institute. Dude's got a solid head on his shoulders. Very proud of that yeah. guy. And he plays guitar, so... The ladies are definitely going to be all over that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, he's super talented right now. He's uh, really working on the guitar. And uh, he, he was particularly interested in uh, 
Motley Crue. I, I was at his house last night, and he was jamming to Motley Crue. And but he's a great drummer too, so he's super talented. Like you said, great head on his shoulders. He's one of my favorite people. So um, if you're listening, Anthony, um, just keep doing what you're doing. And um, how do you spell the band's name? Uh, M E Z K A L. Have you guys thought about? Because right now you guys are, uh, for the most part, like one of the more. How many local bands are there? Dang, you know, I don't even know. Not too I many, would, right? I would say four or five. Four or five? Yeah. I know about two there's, for sure. There's the SK band. Yep, yeah. I know what about else? SK. Well, is SK... Shane, uh, Shane Kedazini? Yep. Yeah. Uh, who else? They're, they're pretty good from what I hear. Yeah, oh, yeah they're real yeah, good. They're, they're one of the main ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I know uh, Warren Mendes. Mm-hmm. He, has a, he has a band, too. I don't know how much they play. I've seen them play a couple times. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to Killer Bees? Those guys, yeah, that, old, yeah. Those guys that's are pretty good. Those guys are good. Let's see. I know there's one other one. Skywater? Maybe. I, I remember they. The it used to be, well, uh, the late Gary Gallerito. He used to be Mulefoot. Oh, and then they changed oh. it to Skywater, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah, but I don't know if they're still playing with uh, no. after Gary passed away. I don't know. I don't think so, but... Yeah, I you know, there's a few here and there. Yeah, there's 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 some talent out there, and yeah. um, I think as far as like bands go, you guys are definitely one of the the main bands around town. You know, especially yeah. from the reservation and stuff. Um, the the thing that's that's interesting to me about that is uh, your one. I like your band name. Who came up with the band name? Before I keep going, Dang, you know, I can't remember. I don't, I don't remember exactly how it came about. Mm-hmm. That yeah, it's pretty cool. Mescal's got that ring to it. You know where you're from and stuff like that. But I like um, I like the music that you guys play. You guys you guys are particularly fond of metal, like older metal. I noticed, but um, you still yet play uh, for the majority what people want to hear whenever they hire you guys, right? You know that, that that's correct. We are metal heads at heart, but we. Always want to get hired for dances, uh, you know, everything from graduation to weddings, um, the Fourth of July parades, um, divorces if we have to, <laughs> you know. <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but so so being being able to play for all those different types of functions, we learned everything from pop music such as um, uh, Maroon Five, Michael Jackson, to some classic rock like. Uh, I can't think of uh, John Fogarty and um, taking care of business. I've, yeah, I've yeah, seen you guys that one. You guys, you guys done that one real good. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, just a lot of stuff. We even learned a Lady Gaga song. So we play quite a bit of everything. Um, that way we can appeal to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just you know one thing. We know we know we know a lot of country too. So what I what I like about the way you guys play is like every time I see you guys getting up there. You guys are just you guys are jamming, and it looks good. You know, yep. it makes it makes me feel like like I'm I'm, I'm at a real, uh, real show. You guys you guys are playing. You guys are feeling it. You guys are you guys are all about. And I like the I like the effort. You guys, I see you guys practicing. Oh, I saw you guys practicing a lot last year. I don't know how many how many times you guys get together um, right now, but um, it seems it kind of seems like you guys are. Are you guys missing a singer or are you, so you said you're filling in? Yeah, we had we had a singer and he moved. And then uh, we had tried out another one, but he didn't work out because he lived out of town. So mm-hmm. I was kind of filling in and just kind of kept filling in. Yeah. Um, because I knew all the songs and all the music we were playing from um, 
I don't know, the past couple of years, so it was easy for me to pick up. The only thing is I don't think I sounded very good. Yeah. But I knew, you know, where to come in and uh, you know, generally the lyrics. I, so I think I think people get a they they kind of get the idea that whenever they hire they hire like a band, especially a local band, like the band should be perfect in every way. It should have like a, a amazing <clears throat> singer that should go be auditioning for other bands or shows they feel like they should have like the best sound quality but when it when it comes down to hiring like a band like a local band like you know you're you're um the guys that are like you you know working at the resort here and then by night you know you train you for your band and stuff yeah and people think that they're hiring like professional top grade that's not like really the case all the yeah. time because people move like you said and you you got to step in there and stuff but uh, I don't think anyone understands like how really hard it is for you ha- to have all that timing. Because when I did see you practice, I saw how difficult it was for you guys to get all the timing down with the singing and with the drums. And you guys were kept backing up and you guys kept starting over. Yeah, yeah. It's quite a process. And then a couple points on that. Like um, like I was saying, you know, I don't think I, I sound too good. But it's not all about that. You know, there's stage presence and there's your delivery and you know, mm. things like that. that yeah, uh, that's what I was getting into. Yeah, that, that, that I feel like I do really good at. I mm-hmm. try to keep the crowd engaged, mm-hmm. and um, I move around and dance and stuff like that. And then, you know, being able to uh, uh, sing lyrics from different genres of music is, is quite difficult, too. Like yeah. I said, you know, we do a Lady Gaga song, so of course I'm not going to sound like that. Yeah. You know, but I, if I could get the lyrics down and, you know, get yeah. some movements and a little bit showy, then... I think that I think that that that's what makes me good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Are you guys still looking for a singer? Are you scouting? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. We would definitely uh, like somebody to come in, and they should go hit up karaoke when it opens back up. Yeah, to get, yeah. yeah, we get a lot of good singers coming through there. Yeah, you you had introduced me to yeah. one guy. One oh time, yeah, well, did he? Did he? He came and sang with us a uh-huh. couple times, but he was the one that lived out of town, and he oh, okay, he needed a ride every time. Oh okay, we 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 just couldn't do it, and so he ended up quitting. So any tribal members out there, if you think you got a voice, you should hit up Denny. Yeah, yeah, come on through. Me and Ivan, uh, we're always a good contact. So come and come and check us out. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that kind of leads into two points, and so. Me and um, Chris were talking about a podcast that we recorded um, just recently, and we were saying, like, if there's any talent out there, like, someone can sing, we, we need to try to, like, get them out to not be so shy, because we'd like to see other people thrive, too, and maybe there's hidden talent somewhere we don't know about, oh, someone's yeah. got a good set of pipes and stuff, but so. um, that's point number one that I was leading into. Point number two is uh, you um, having that type of courage is, is amazing. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Man. Yeah, now that 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 is a big part of it. I mean, I get a little bit nervous before um, starting a gig, but once you start the singing, mm-hmm. you know, on that first song, to me, it goes away. Yeah. When was your first performance? How old were you? Um, I remember you doing the you, talent show. I mean, not the talent show, the grand opening of the inn. I yeah, remember you yeah, guys performed that, that one. Um, back in high school, I had performed with uh, Eldon for. Yes, I remember that. Um, that was awesome. We did a little. Uh, just a little musical skit, I guess you would say, where I was drumming and he was playing guitar, and that was probably my first one. I yes, guess. Um, and then yeah, the the grand opening at the inn. Now that was a good one, and I had played with a with a band at that time. And we did a Godsmack song. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And um, yeah, that that one was really cool. And then after that, um, I just would 
drum here and there with a few few different guitarists and then a couple of my buddies Alan and, and Ivan they wanted to get together so I went and checked them out one time and they had some talent so yeah. we kind of decided you know let's do this thing and then my dad came off and on we had a different singer at the time uh Houston yeah you remember Houston? yeah and uh he he was really good but he ended up moving away yeah I oh, thought that you guys were pretty good then, and then, well, I always think you guys are good. I um, I always try to make it a point to come see you play at least a few songs, yeah. you know, because we got the kids and stuff, and we can't stay out all night, so if we see, if we know you guys are near, we try to go run out and just catch, like, a couple just to watch you guys, and it's yeah. always a lot of fun, and um, your sister is super proud of you guys, so we're always trying to make make that, yeah. but that um, that courage that you, got, that you guys have to get up in front of people, we're talking about that in another podcast is... Uh, there's you know we we grew up in a, in a rough society where people are always like kind of like putting you down people make fun of you for doing anything and what i like about you what i always liked about you is that you don't really care about any of that you kind of just do you you know you go out yeah. you, you're yourself you're always you're always really happy you're always lifting people up you're always real positive you're always just in a good mood and those those are the attitudes that really make the world go round you know yeah. and um of course i think it was, it was destined to happen for you to, to get up and, and be the showcase Every once in a while, as lead singer and, and yeah. um, drummer and stuff, and it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage to get up there. So, um, definitely applaud you for having that kind of bravery to get up there. Because, like I was saying, man, these sometimes our our reservation is harsh. You know, yeah. we got some judgmental people that mm-hmm. it's not very easy to get up there. Like you know, sitting on your couch and watching a show, or sitting in the crowd and watching you guys perform. You know. We're we're hidden in the crowd. It's easy to to judgment, but being up there and being the one singing and drumming and damn, I just I just can't I just can't yeah. do how, it. How did think. you overcome that that I stage fright? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe always. I don't I don't mind the spotlight. Oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 I like interacting with people. So it was it was it was easy. Like I said, you know. Once I start that first song, it's 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 downhill from there. Yeah. Like we played at the Fourth of July fireworks show at the inn a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know that was kind of like a big stage to me. I was pretty nervous. We were the first band, so it wasn't super packed at the time. But uh, we we had a little setback at first where we couldn't find the um, the words, you know, the lyrics, uh-huh. and I was running around last minute. But we ended up getting it together. <clears throat> and then uh as soon as I got on the stage and you know you're 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 looking down at the the front lawn and yeah. the lakes behind him and you could see all these people and it's it's like whoa you know this is kind of like getting big time a little yeah. you know, for 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 mescalero I guess yeah and uh gee, I don't know you just start singing you just do it and 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 have that confidence and it it goes away you know, yeah. right away mm-hmm. It's pretty neat. I'm hoping more people hire you guys. I know. You know, I want to see our um, our tribal bands um, thrive and, and have a lot of business and play and stuff. And um, what do you think's the next move right now? What do you guys got going on for the band? What's next? Well, actually, uh, good question. Our uh, guitarist uh, Ivan Scott, you know, a big shout out to him. But he um, he has some of his own music out. And you can, you can download it on, on Spotify or Apple Music mm-hmm. and stuff I've like that. I've heard of it. Yeah. So, um... What do you look up? Uh, Terrible Ivy? Terrible Ivy? It might be Terrible yeah. Ivy. I think it is. Okay. But, uh, 
he he had written a lot of his own music and recorded it and stuff. Like I said, it's on there. So we might try to move in the direction of making our own album using his stuff. And then um, just try to get it out there. Try yeah, to get bigger. that's um, amazing. That might be our next step. But then we're still planning on like playing the parade this year and hopefully the fireworks show, things like that. Uh, some local stuff, but the biggest thing is going to be, like I said, trying to record our own album with our own, you know, sound and mm-hmm. lyrics and everything. That's yeah, awesome. You um, you went to Redoso School, right? Yes, sir. So you didn't meet. Um, you were saying that you just kind of heard about. Cause you grew up on the reservation. Went to Redoso School. Mm-hmm. Did you go to school with any of the band members or? Um, I went to school with Alan, but I don't really remember him, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, do you, Chris? Yeah, I remember. I have a real good memory, like a, free, a freakishly good memory, like I talked about. And yeah, I remember being in sixth grade with Alan. Yeah, he was, <laughs> saying, he, was saying he went to uh, high school for a year, maybe a semester. Uh, and then we had a couple of classes together. I don't know if you remember. Mr. Avalos, marine oh, biology. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I do uh-huh. remember now that you said that. But uh, yeah. That's crazy. But as far as Ivan, he's he's a lot younger than I am. And then um, none of the other band members that we've had, they were all younger. Well, yeah. Um, well, if you didn't really have that connection with them then, were you saying that you just uh, heard about their talent? Or you just, you kind of knew them when you just... Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I, I started working with Alan after high school. And uh, we had the same taste in music. So... He had played with me a few times here and there. He he owns his own guitars. In the band, he plays bass, but he owns his own guitars. So you already kind of knew he jammed. Yeah, so I already kind of oh, knew. Okay. And then he knew that Ivan jammed, and they both invited me to jam with them one time. Oh, and then that's when, okay. that's when I was like, hey, these guys are, you know. It kind of just fell together. Yeah. yeah. Um, how, did, um, how did you guys, or when did you guys decide you were ready for your first show? <clears throat> well... It took a while, probably about a year. Okay. Because we, we had to compile a list of songs that we wanted to learn. We had to learn them, and it was just a lot of practice and, uh, you know, trial and error and stuff like that. And then getting our name out there. We got um, little business cards printed. We got a few shirts and things like that. So it took about a year, I would say, but, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, we finally started getting gigs. And... What do you think is like your your toughest or your worst experience or the most difficult experience you've had as a band? Oh man. Is there one that just didn't is there one show that just didn't go your way at all? Yeah, there was one. We uh <clears throat> we actually played for my uncle's wedding this past May and it was it was the after party uh gig. Mm-hmm. So by that time, we had already had a few drinks, <laughs> and um, you know we were we were kind of celebrating. But our guitarist uh, Ivan, who is out of town at the moment uh, for school, mm-hmm. he came back, and we only had a day or two to practice something like that. So we weren't fully polished and 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 you know on point and all in sync. So when we got up there and played, we basically had to go off of each other's. And, and, and from memory, so it sounded a little rough, um, and we had a little bit of a hard time, but, I mean, we pulled through it, I guess you would say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was kind of tough, but 
it was still fun. And like I said, it was the after party. So everybody that was there. They probably didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They probably did it. You know, they were dancing and they were having a good time. So, yeah. What, what was your best memory? Your best gig? I would probably say that, uh, well, we played at the fireworks show twice. So yeah. that first time that I was telling you about um, where we couldn't find the lyrics in the beginning, uh-huh. that that was a good time. I mean, we were we were all in sync at that time. We we had practiced and rehearsed for it. We knew all the songs and we were just on point. Mm-hmm. So it was awesome. good. I saw, I, I did see you guys playing at the, um, the fireworks show. And at that time you had your, your younger brother, Anthony, who oh, must yeah. have been maybe 16 or 17. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. He's, he's got a ton of talent. He's going to be, cause he was playing the bass. And then this next the next time I saw him, he was playing electric guitar at your dad's and drums a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like all over, all over the place, doing He's everything. Super yeah. talented. It's crazy. Yeah, and uh, he the what's cool about so what I was saying in the beginning, um, I married into your family, and I kind of we we lived together for a short while because as I was moving in, you were moving out already. Yeah. Um, and now you know you already have your own family and stuff, but. Uh, getting to see you guys for that short amount of time, like all together. What's cool about being on the inside and seeing, seeing you guys' lives from the inside out. It truly is based on metal. Like that family is truly built on metal. (laughs) And I was making this joke on the last podcast. Um, because, okay, let me back up just a tad. When I say it's based on metal, like when you wake up in the morning and you go sit by the fire, you're drumming metal songs, <laughs> like first thing of the day. Wow. He's yeah. drumming, constantly drumming. And um, whenever my wife, well, at the time she's my girlfriend, she started showing me all her posters and her CDs and her shirts. They're all signed by Megadeth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what did I get into? <laughs> like this little girl has seen Megadeth like four times already. Yeah. She wasn't even 18 and she saw these this band Megadeth four times. And um, you guys have Megadeth posters all over the wall. Um, you, had, you, you had a welding class. You were obviously thinking of metal at school because you wel- you cut out a whole Megadeth <laughs> Yeah. Um, nameplate, yeah, and just the, and it wasn't just Megadeth. You guys, you guys had all the music from. Um, I think you were. I remember a little bit of Judas Priest, mm-hmm. um, just random, random metal bands, but particularly me, um, Megadeth. And it was, it was nice. It was nice. It was neat to see it all. That yeah, one room dedicated to drums. You guys are always drumming. Yep. Um, just a whole life just based on metal, and <laughs> no one really, really knows. I don't think too much like. How, how involved you are with metal because when I see you at work you um you don't look like a metalhead you know you yeah. look like you look pretty squared away you've got you know your work shirt on you're, you're in business mode but I know as soon as you get in that truck you're, you're jamming yeah. you got some kind of some kind of gig to get to or a drum set to get to and that's for sure it's pretty neat it's pretty it was pretty neat to watch to watch all that um i was making a joke on the last podcast i was like yeah my wife she listens to heavier music than me (laughs) she makes fun of me because my music sounds crybaby to her you know she's constantly listening to five finger death punch and and stuff like that and but i'm not i'm not against it i like it i just um it was cool to watch to watch that. You guys had a influence on your life though, which was your dad, which is also a band member right now. Um, Danny Danny Ward. It's, you're not a you're not a junior, right? I'm not junior. No, we have different middle names. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. And but he um, 
kind of sprouted that seed, I guess. Huh? Yeah. So uh, let let me back up for a couple for a couple minutes here. So I'm actually, you know, at the beginning of this podcast, you were saying that you you really started to know me when you moved in, which was dang, when was it? Twelve, fifteen years ago. No, not 15. Probably about 12. It was about 12, 11 years ago. Yeah, 12 or 11 years ago. Okay. So I guess, yeah, that's kind of when we really started, you know, getting getting personal, I would say. But I've known Blue probably since he was about two or three. <laughs> yeah. Um, Got to back way up, huh? Yeah. I remember uh, your mom was babysitting us uh, when you lived in Pena. <laughs> yeah. And I remember going to your house and you just had... All the toys. Yeah. I mean, this guy was super <laughs> spoiled. It was funny. I mean, he just had everything. It was cool. And then off and on throughout the years, um, we used to play with uh, one of our, or one of my other cousins. Is Jacob your cousin? Yeah. Through, so. um, yeah, through a different weird route, I was making this, I was making this joke uh, the other day and I totally uh, grossed out your, your sister. <laughs> I was uh, I was like, you know, we're probably cousins. And she was like, don't you ever say that again. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I had to go there. You know, it was funny. But we're not related that way. It's just yeah. through a, a weird little route. We have kind of like the same cousin from different ends of the family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. And, but uh, we do distantly share a cousin. So yeah. I was br- like, we're, we're related. <laughs> Blue, <laughs> Blue, if I know Blue, he does go there. So. But any- kissing cousins. Yeah. But anyway, but anyway. <laughs> Um, so I, I had known Blue, you know, throughout the years, you know, playing with him and Pena and, and seeing you down at the center and, um, stuff here and there. I remember we used to call you Bluegill, yeah. you know, a long time ago. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've known Blue for a long time. And then, um, as he got older, he got into high school, he, I, I always seen him playing basketball. So I, I knew who he was then, of course, you know, obviously I, we didn't really talk much, but. Um, you know, I, I always knew Blue, and then and then he got with my sister, and I remember the first time that we hung out at my mom's, and we were kind of having some drinks and stuff. You were so funny; it was crazy. <laughs> and I was like, he, "He's he's cool, you know. He's he's cool for my sister. He 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 fits in with us because you know we all joke and stuff." So I thought you were really cool, you know, at that time. And like you said, you know, we we continued to grow closer. I think and. Um, uh, I, I've I've always liked you, Blue. You know, and those have always been cool. Those are definitely the good old days, man. Like when yeah. you th- when you think back on all like the fun memories that we had. Yeah. Because for me, a lot of the times that we hung out were um, kind of like are kind of hazy now because so much time has passed. Yeah. Yeah. And so the memories are, are kind of like fading a little bit. Like oh, yeah. I don't remember little details anymore, but. I remember whenever it was time to go, like we would just all get up and pile into one ride and go, <laughs> especially because at that time uh, uh, in our in our prime hanging out days, Jacob was in the army, Jacob yeah. Glossop. And anytime he would come back, that was when we'd all pile into his truck or mm-hmm. we'd pile into your car or something. Yeah. And we'd um, we'd all go. And that was the most fun times like we've ever had. We would just we're always just, you know on the move like what what's next what are we going to do this weekend and um eventually we had kids and and they kind of kind of um slowed down a little bit because those little gremlins need all of our um our attention yeah. so um but yeah definitely we had we had great times um growing up uh when i left for the army when i came back i think that was when it was real different 
because yeah. um, you you were well now you you still work there you work at the end of the mountain gods resort mm-hmm. and casino and what do you what do you do right now as what's your job title well i'm the uh, recreation manager so i'm in charge of uh like the boat docks and um the zip line and right uh, the bikes and stuff like that all the outdoor fun stuff yeah but uh before we move on i still had a couple other things oh sorry um, yep yep back so, up so uh, like brothers you know after we became uh um you know family you know we we we've definitely had some rough times too you <laughs> yeah. know but it's it's cool that we can look back at it and laugh and we're still close and all that and you know, every family goes through rough times. So. Oh, yeah. And that's what but, makes you family. Like, if you haven't seen, like, the dark moments, yeah, like, you're not really, you haven't sealed the deal in family yet, you know? Yeah. I think every family has to see all the dark and bad moments together, and then you got to see all the good and great moments together. Like, right now, that's a great moment. Like, we, we got a podcast I just started. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to do, or me and Chris, we're, we're trying to do something for the community, involve everyone, boost everybody up that we can, and... Um, so this is a new thing. You've got your band going on. Like, you know, besides the coronavirus happening around us, like right now, this is definitely a good time, oh, you yeah. know, especially. Yeah, definitely. And so whenever I was getting ready to start this podcast, uh, you are like I said, one of the first people I thought of because um, as far as like interviews go, I think audiences want to see like a wide range of, of stuff. And I've always been excited and always been um, like like I said, I was I would, I would go in your room with your drums and and watch you play and ask you to play things for me and I just sit there and just head head you know headbang and just jam to your drums and uh, I've always been um, number one fan when it comes to your music and your band's music and your band's success and stuff so yeah um, definitely those are, those are a lot of good times that are that are coming together so um, but another good oh, thing. I think it was still- before, yeah. I, before oh. I wrap this oh. up, um, one more good thing that I that I think I have as a as a talking point here, your personality, mm-hmm. um, that's what makes you, and that's why I wanted to um, also bring you on. Whole number of reasons. One of is your personality. You got you got such a great personality. You're friendly to everybody. I never see you talking bad about people. Like just like um, you know feeding trash to in other people's ears about what you yeah. heard, and you're all you're always in, in good mood and lifting other people up, mm-hmm. telling them congratulations. You show up to other people's events and you tell them congratulations. You always you always support other people, yeah. and you've got you've got that um, forgiving personality. Like like so, I'll put it out there. It's going to make for a good podcast. Uh, we'll get to a subject Chris doesn't know about. So me and Denny threw blows one time mm. at a family <laughs> vacation in Hawaii. Oh you know? really? Yeah, we totally ruined the whole vacation for a night, and we're fighting in the yard on the beach. <laughs> but um, what was great about it, and um, I think why we're so close, is like because times like that. And the next day, we laughed about it. We hugged. We shook hands, and yeah, we didn't even have. I wasn't even ner- like nervous about it for the next day. Yeah, yeah. I was so comfortable with you that like. We just moved on, and it was all right. Like yeah. I, I don't. There's, there's very, very few people I can do that with. You know, like you get mad at each other, brothers fight, you hit each other, and then the next day you're like, "Hey, man, you okay? Yeah, I'm good. All right, let's <laughs> yeah. go drink another round." And or, that's how it was. Yeah, and, and that those relationships are special. So, yeah. um, you, this definitely a special relationship that we have. You know, and that's what I was saying. You know, we we've gone through some hard times, but like <laughs> you know, like you said, you know, it's it's, it's family, and that's what we do. Yeah, as family and and um, it was just like you said. The next day we were like, "Yeah, man, it was crazy. Are you cool, <laughs> you know." You know it, it was it was it was 
I was like telling you, I was like, but the only thing my my neck hurt. Somebody was had their arm on my neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah. oh man, well, and then we rolling just, around the sand or what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we, and then what was cool? We just ended up going to dinner, right? You know, that same night and laughing and yeah. just carried on. They no big yeah. deal, you know. Yeah. So there's, um, there's a lot of interesting stuff that we have we have to talk about. And for me, it's kind of different. It's kind of um, interesting because. When I see you, I kind of just see like another brother and I don't think about all of this stuff. And so as we're having these conversations, I'm starting to realize, oh, there's a lot of layers to the onion. You know, we got to We got to peel up. The more we peel back, I realize like, yeah, you're right. We do got to talk about this. We got to talk. Or what about uh, this? Or what about that? You know, so. yeah, that's what I was thinking on my way over here. So what are we going to talk about? There's, uh, what do you got, Chris? We're hogging all the mic over yeah, here. Sorry. Oh no, were you gonna finish something before that? <laughs> yeah, I was we, gonna we're... say. I was gonna say that. Um, uh, what was it? Oh, talking about family. You know, blue blue coming from the from the outside in. Like he was mentioning earlier. Like you know, we're a metal family and all that. And that 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 was cool to to have somebody come in um, like that because he was the first one. To, to marry into our family from the outside and since he knows you know all all our secrets now you know, <laughs> our metal secrets no i'm just kidding but uh you know like, like like he said it came from my dad and all that stuff that's not something that just everybody knows and um it did it, it did you know everything pretty much stemmed from him or my mom uh you know my personality like you're talking about I would say, you know, it was taught to me not directly, but like an indirect way of, of how my parents acted, you know, towards me or in front of me to other people. And, uh, you know, just, just hearing you coming from the outside um, into my family, uh, recognizing that, that that stuff is, to me, pretty special. And uh, it's just, you know, cool. Man, when I first started coming around and I, and I moved in, I was excited because the house was so fun. Everybody was already in their teens. Um, <laughs> your youngest sister, Adrena, she was still kind of like living her own life because she was still yeah. in high school. Um, but so she had her own friends, and, and but she also was a part of the family too, for uh, for the most part, you know, with what was going on in, in the house. But um, other than that the house was always just fun. Like, oh, we're yeah. always doing something, you know, always joking. It didn't even feel like um, your conventional your conventional household. Yeah. And so I've always been just real excited to be there and, and hang out with everybody. And, you know, like I said, in the back room, there's a drum set. Like, <laughs> we're jamming sometimes half the day or we're outside installing speakers in the car, making them louder and... Um, it was it, it was a different household. Yeah. It wasn't your typical your typical household. It was very interesting, very fun. A lot of and a lot of my good memories come from just being there. You know, uh, a lot of the a lot of the houses in the in these neighborhoods in this in this reservation they, they they've all got their own type of um, personalities that build them. Oh, yeah. And behind those closed doors, you don't know what kind of connections and what type of like lifestyle people have, but. It's uh, it's definitely interesting, and sometimes you can get a bad one, or sometimes yeah. you can luck out and get a good one. So, I, I was, I was always, like I said, just real excited to be a part of that family. Is it uh, still fun and crazy and joking? And it's still pretty fun, you know. So we, you know, if 
anyone listening is kind of confused. Um, me, me and my wife and my kids, we have a house in Las Cruces, New Mexico, and we travel back all the time um, to come be at the, you know, where it all started, the original household in Mescalero, New Mexico. My mom's house. Yep. And we spend a lot of time there. And it's kind of the same way, you know. Everyone's just kind of relaxed and just joking and watching ridiculousness now. Like, that's probably what's new because um, back then we didn't have that show. But, you know, we wake up and we joke around and we get in our trucks and we go hit the woods. We do something, you know. So it's it's still a fun household, but it's not like what it used to be. It's different now, you know. Uh, and And... By different, like I have my own house too, and uh, I'm not at my mom's as much as, definitely not as much as I used to be, and definitely not as much as you are now, Blue. So it's definitely different, but I think when we all get together and we all get there, it, it's definitely fun, and we all joke. And, yeah, and, and it's like it used to be, but now our kids, there's this, there's there's this new wave, and they, mm-hmm. they got their own personality. And, you know, you, even my mom's, you know, a little bit different now, and, and, and her boyfriend's a little bit different now. Uh, you know, we, we just all get older, I guess. Yeah. I didn't even know you had kids. How many kids do you have? I have two. Yeah, how old are they? There's uh, two and a half oh, and really? eight. Wow. Yeah. That's I was awesome. I was trying to um, call you to pick up um, your, the eight the eight year old. I was trying to call him pick up Divya and take her out and, you know, maybe go for a ride or something, but gonna get old you guys today yeah but we out. we grilled out at your your house about a week or two ago yeah and it's pretty it's pretty nice that's a huge accomplishment for you what oh, what yeah. i see a lot of people struggling with in the reservation is just having their own space it's really hard for people to um go through the lengths that it takes to acquire their own their own personal living space like you did mm-hmm. and it's pretty nice man you, you've got a big old home um you've got nice a nice little area it's tucked away um, kind of, kind of your little dream set up, you know. And yeah. I know you were planning that for a long time, and and it and it happened. So, congratulations to you on that because thank that's you, a you. huge. Is success. it an e- easy spot to practice with your band over there? Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah it, it would be a good spot. Only thing is, I don't know how the neighbors would be. I have Our. one really close neighbor, and then the other one that's kind of far behind me. So there's just the one really close neighbor that. I don't know how he would feel, but oh, I'm sure yeah. it'd be fine. Yeah, they get to jam out. They get to come listen to you guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he would too. Yeah. So, you said you were recording an album earlier. Uh, is it is it your own written stuff? Or are you writing your own stuff? No, no, no. Um, I was saying that Ivan has his own written stuff, and we were thinking about recording something based off of his. his oh, material. I see. So, have you have you ever written anything? I any haven't songs? written anything yet. No, you haven't. Yeah. Is that is that not your thing? Or are you going to try it? Or I am planning on trying it definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Hopefully, in the next coming weeks, because he he he's going to be back in three or four weeks. I think the end of April, uh-huh. and uh, by that time, I want to have a few few things written down. So I'm I'm definitely going to sit down and, and and try my hardest to come up with a few things at least what's your pa- favorite part of performing is it is it these the stage or drumming or which which part Man. i just I, I i like the live gigs yeah. you know i like being in front of people and, and and singing or playing playing the drums it's just that's definitely the 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 funnest part of it but behind all that you know practicing and everything hanging out with uh my bros and my dad and stuff yeah. like that and uh practicing and joking around and, and and learning new things that's always fun too that's cool but, what 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 about you have a favorite song that you like to perform Ooh, 
there's so many. I remember you told me one time you were trying to learn the song uh, September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh-huh. Did you guys ever end up doing that no, one? No, we didn't. No. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't have all the uh, the like the keyboards or whatever for it, so yeah. we, we we weren't able to pull that off yet. Do you get? A, do you ever get a request for any song? What's your most requested one? Indian car? Metallica. No, Metallica. Oh, Metallica. The, yeah, really? Which what song? Just any any any. Any one of the older ones, Seek and Destroy or something like uh-huh. that, which we can play. We can play a lot of those older stuff, but those are always a lot of requests that we get. Did you get to meet James Hatfield when he came? I sure did, actually. I did get in trouble for it, too. As you can tell, way, I'm not but... a, I'm not a really a metal fan. Yeah. I don't know much <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, Seeker of Metallica came through, and yeah. I, I got to uh, meet him just kind of passing by in the in the resort, and he actually asked for some help, so I gave him some directions, and then... He gave me an autograph, so yeah. it was pretty awesome. That's cool. You know, that day, um, that same guy I introduced you to, the one that was in your band for a little bit? Oh, yeah. He was there uh, at karaoke that same night doing a Metallica song. So I put on my story, my Snapchat story, um, that, uh, what's his name again? James, James Yeah, I was like, he's here in Club 49 singing. And people actually oh. believed it. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I some do people remember showed. that. Yeah, yeah, so it was pretty funny. That's crazy, yeah. I do remember when he put that in. I didn't go by or anything, but I was thinking, dang, I wonder if he is there. <laughs> yeah. That would have been crazy. But uh, some people knew it right away. They were, no, he's, that guy's way too short to be him. And, yeah. You know, yeah. So Damn. that's pretty funny. Yeah, oh. he sang really good, that, that that guy that played with us for a little bit. And it's too bad he didn't work out because he, he was an excellent singer. Yeah. What studio do you guys go to? Do you guys got a studio yet? We went to a studio and recorded um, a few cover songs down in Thule. Uh-huh. I can't remember what it was called. Uh-huh. And then the next time we recorded some live uh, cover songs, um, Ivan had did it on on his computer by himself, you know, a little yeah. mixing board and all that. Yeah. You so, got to go to that one in El Paso that I go to. It's so it's so easy not having to worry about doing all this, you know, engineering production. You just go in the booth and you just jam out. Really? Yeah, because um, I had a studio for the longest time, my own studio. And um, it's just kind of like a hassle, you know. Uh-huh. It's, it's better just to be creative, just to worry about being creative and do jamming out. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. It, yeah. It's hard. It's yeah, hard. Pr- producing. But it. yeah, you're gonna have to show me this. Uh, yeah, it's called um, it's called Paradox Studio. I'll I'll show you. I'll give you the information. That'd Hopefully, cool. when all this Corona stuff dies down, I know. Get back yeah. opening. What's your take on that? What's going on right now? Man, it's 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 a horrible thing, you know, for a lot of people. Uh, a lot of deaths. It's it's spreading like crazy. I can't believe it. Um, at first, I didn't think it was as serious, and then um, I can see that you know it started progressing, and I was you know trying to being trying to being trying to be a little more cautious in uh, in my work and stuff because mm-hmm. I work with a lot of people that come from Texas, where which, which is where it had already hit. Yeah. So I was trying to be cautious and. I just, you know, I think it's sad, and uh, but I think it will pass, and it'll be fine. Did you get any gigs canceled because of this? No, we haven't actually. Um, we haven't had any gigs this year yet, so hopefully mm. in May. Yeah, but, yeah, nothing, nothing canceled due to this. So, well, do good. do people just kind of hit you up like last um, at last minute sometime where you just have to get off your butt and just get there? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We've definitely had a couple of those. It, it was a couple weeks out. Mm-hmm. And and we we typically try to practice once or twice a week when we don't have a gig. So oh, okay. so to keep fresh. 
Oh, so and just in case that happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How many songs do you guys know? Man, we actually had about 45 to 50 songs that we knew. Wow. And like okay. I said, it was it was uh, different genres. You know, That's all a lot the board. of it notes. It was a lot. That's a lot of notes. That's a it lot of good, especially like for the guitarists. Because I per- I personally play guitar. I play acoustic guitar at home. Oh, yeah. And I've that, heard you. That's and right. You got to record a song one day, Blue. You sound yeah, good. do a yeah. podcast. Uh, I know, right? Um, yeah, start cool. serenading people. <laughs> then we'll really get people to quit this podcast for sure. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is, like, I, I know personally, like, how much, how much, like, memorization goes into the guitar. And that's oh, a man. lot, man. 50 songs mm-hmm. for your guitarists. Yeah. I don't know about how drums work at all. But I've watched you play. Um, when I would ask you to play songs for me, you would just put. I would put the song on my iPod, or whatever, and just you'd be like, "I have to hear it," and then you'd be, like, "Oh yeah, I know this song," and it would trigger like a little like memory bank, yeah. and then you just go to town on those drums. You plug them in the headphones so you can kind of see where you're at. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. So I really don't know how to compare the two. It. Uh compare what to how do you compare memorizing all of the songs for your drums and memorizing all the songs for the guitar oh i see yeah it it i don't know how ivan and alan do it but it, it's funny because we we make fun of my dad a lot because he he has trouble remembering the songs and even when i drum it's the same it's the same you know i'm like hey ivan how does it start off again and he's like do 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 you know whatever and I'm like, oh okay <laughs> yeah. never mind i got it but my dad he has to sit there and he'll put on his headphone real quick and listen to that song. And then he's like, oh, okay, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. So I'm having to stand up there and uh, uh, talk to the guests, you know, just make up some <laughs> funny joke or something while he's sitting there refreshing his memories. And that's what that's part of what makes a good band, knowing what to do in those situations, like yeah. how to keep everybody engaged while your drummer is trying to pick up the tune real quick and memorize that. You've got to um, orchestrate so many different moving pieces. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Definitely, definitely. But yeah, it it, it is tough to to memorize all those songs and how each one starts. And I don't know how Ivan and Alan do it, but they 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 remember it pretty good. The with the drums, is there like um, kind of like like a basic rhythm that goes for certain songs? Like if you can master like a basic rhythm for one song, you might kind of know how to do that beat for other songs. Cause I, I noticed with a guitar, if you know a few simple major transitions, like your A chord, your, um, your E, your, you know, like your G and you can just get away like with a D also, yeah. you can get away with knowing a lot of songs, just knowing those few notes, <clears throat> playing them in different orders, you know, is, is there, is there like a way, like a trick or somehow, you know, that that's a cool question. I, I always believed that, it is like that with the drums. Mm-hmm. I think if you can uh, have a specific beat, a specific simple beat, everything else kind of plays off of that. You know, you add in some fills, you add in some drum rolls, um, things like that, and it, it, it makes the the beat you know more interesting and more more out there. So yes, but then at the same time, you know, you you can go like say a pop song like. Um, Lady Gaga, it seems like they kind of have a, a a style that they do versus a country song, mm-hmm. you know. So, yes and no, mm-hmm. I would say. To your so, question. with um, like those few patterns that you memorize, um, do you try to stick true to every little beat? Do you try to hit every single drum beat that's in the song? 
or do you kind of have to be a little creative and make it just sound close enough? Good question too. Um, or another one for me, I try to add a little more. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I do stick with the, with the basic beat, you know, like say, if there's a there's a part where the snare drum hits, I always try to follow that. But like I was saying earlier, I'll add in a drum roll or I'll add in a, a, a splash in there, you know, <laughs> something like that. You know, at different times to kind of spice it up a little bit. But it just depends, you know, on you what you like, what you what what you want to hear because some people like to hear. Like you were saying, it perfect the way the band would do it, mm-hmm. or or some people are impressed by little additions that you can you can little ad libs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it just it just kind of depends. For me personally, I like to add a little bit more sometimes, but I like to try to keep it fairly close. Have you ever screwed up real big and like dropped your sticks and screwed up a song <laughs> in front of people? Yes, um, but it, it's easily coverable oh really yeah yeah it's easy to cover up uh definitely drop sticks sometimes so we have this little stick bag that that's kind of attached to your to your uh to your uh, floor tom mm-hmm. you just pull it out start drumming again pull it out, start <laughs> drumming again, something like that if, if if you mess up uh singing or something like that which i have i just kind of go through that 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 verse or that 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 course or whatever again and uh Hopefully nobody notices. Yeah. So, so the band has to be pretty good about noticing whenever one of you guys is kind of having a little, a little hiccup, you guys also got to be good. So here probably it's probably where a lot of talent comes in. You also got to be good at like fixing that, like patching that up while that band member is getting back on, back on key. Cause I'm sure it's not just happened to you. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's times I'll look over at Alan and he's like, (laughs) I know. know? And then, and then I'll look at Ivan and he's like, I got this. So, we we definitely um, cover each other's tracks and 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 I think that comes from being a band and practicing mm-hmm. and then uh, you know just just going on going on with it. With we, how much with how much time you guys have spent together, I'm sure you guys have had some tension. Oh yeah, yeah. Just we, like anyone else. It's it's funny because today me and my dad were talking about being a dysfunctional band because <laughs> there has been times where uh, Alan had kind of got into it with Ivan a little bit <laughs> and uh with the Houston a little bit here and there so there's definitely been some uh some harsh times but I think all bands go through it just like a little family yeah yeah, yeah. you guys probably get mad and then come back around the next yeah, day yeah. oh yeah, yeah. are you ready definitely. for practice <laughs> definitely yeah, it, yeah it's been like that a number of times for us as long as you guys can recover you know and just get back get back on the horse the next day yeah. uh what's do you have any crazy moments, like crazy things you you saw happen with the crowd or, or at an event, like any like good stories from from a gig you've played before, or um, just a lot of uh, drunk falls? I, I would <laughs> yeah. say there was, this, there was there was this one gig we played where there was a couple drunkards there, and they're just so funny, you know. They're so supportive and and. They they really like you, you know. They're up there cheering for you. You need they're, some they're, of those guys, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it it really livens it up for for the band, you know, when people are like that. But mm-hmm. then at the same time, they they turn around and then they fall over. <laughs> and they're dancing and they, you know. So that that that's probably the craziest thing I've seen so far. But do people try to mosh when some of your songs? 
kind of like headbang, not really mm-hmm. wash. Well, you guys, like you said, you guys have a whole wide variety of music that you yeah. play. You're talking about 50 songs. Hold on. What's the difference between headbanging and moshing? Headbanging is just like, you know, the Oh, okay. Thrashing your hair around, yeah, yeah, and then moshings where you're bumping like a mosh pit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I see what they're Yeah, and uh, for me, I know there's a lot of like crazy, crazy people out there, but when like at the big metal concerts, man, those mosh pits get insane. Really, they are scary. There's always like one big dude in the middle, (laughs) just like slamming people around. How many times have you, whenever? When I came, when I started moving to the house, I noticed you guys are going to shows all the time. How many times have you guys seen Megadeth? Man, a lot of times, a lot, a lot of times, and it's funny, to, you know, on the on the subject of moshing. One time, uh, me, my mom, Zane, and uh, I forgot who else went with us, but Eldon Fernando was there, mm-hmm. and he was moshing, and he was drunk by this time. <laughs> we went to a Gigantour, which is a Megadeth concert uh, festival, and he got right into the middle of the mosh pit. He got knocked over, and he was standing, you know, like on all fours, kind of crawling around trying to get up, and finally, a couple. Uh, couple of these big guys they, they helped him up yeah and he just kind of staggered off you know good thing they helped him up because that mosh pit was was big it was crazy whatever yeah. happened to eldon is he still do music he's, he's still around uh a little bit on the guitar but not as much oh yeah, yeah he, he's more about i remember he was all about uh, metal back in the oh, day. Yeah. yeah yeah i remember he used to have his long hair yeah he was always swinging it around and, yeah but uh he he does it a little bit now i believe but he's you know he's all about work and family and stuff now. Oh so. yeah. That's cool. Do you do you ever feel like um do you ever feel like if the band were starting to get more successful you'd have to quit work to to play or will you always keep that job or how do you balance Man. the two because it seems like you know the better you want to get the more you want to practice. Oh yeah, definitely. I think uh we would have to be pretty big in order for me to have to quit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking a big tour because city I to city. I know I noticed like I asked you about your job title like where you're at at the resort you've been there for how many years now? Well, I've been at the resort because <sighs> it, it, it used to be the manager of Nations for a while. Yeah, yeah. so I started back at the resort in 2012, uh, winter 2012, and I've been there continuously since. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, I was there for five years. So. In banquets, huh? Yeah, yeah, banquets I remember and, and Nations too, but. I left for a year and then came back and I've been there since 2012 winter continuously. To do to do a little bit of build up on you, um, I guess kind of read off your resume just just a little bit. Uh, you after graduating high school, did you go straight to college? I did actually. I uh, went to NMSUA Alamogordo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was there with you for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I got my associate's degree in art and graphic design. Mm-hmm. So um, I did that for three years. Um, then I took a semester or two off, I think, and then I went down to Cruces. Um, I was there for three years, and I got my bachelor's in um, hotel, restaurant, and tourism management. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a couple months after I got my bachelor's, I had already been at the inn for, like I said, about five years. It was about four. And then... I was selected to be the manager at Nation's Buffet, and I did that for a year, and then um, moved, and I was a food and beverage manager upstate in Farmington at a new casino there, and then I did that for a year, came back down, I was the buffet manager again for about a year and a half, 
and then I moved over, transferred over to the recreation department as the manager there, and that's where I've been since. Yeah, that that's a lot of accomplishment, you know, just to even go from straight from high school to college and then to um you almost did it perfectly without taking any breaks. So almost there's a there's a lot of hard work that goes into that and then you took that degree and you actually applied it to something that you were going to go to work in. Yeah. And so you've actually been doing a pr- pretty good job with yourself. Um you're in the band and you also like I said you got your house now, you got your yeah. your little setup on land. Think Things are going pretty good. Three rides. Three rides. Yeah. Nice. You said you did some graphic design? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So what kind of designs have you done? Um, I've done a few small things here and there, like uh, simple stuff. Like uh-huh. uh, my sister had a dance, and I did a, a poster for that. Um, I did this uh, cool travel New Mexico design. Yeah. I did, it, it didn't ever go anywhere. What do you use? Like, do you use Photoshop or InDesign? Um, or Photoshop, InDesign, and Illustrator were yeah. my main ones. I did I did a little bit of uh, web page design using Dreamweaver. Uh-huh. I think it was something like that. Uh, but it's been a long time since I used that one. Oh, so really? I, I still use uh, Photoshop and Illustrator quite a bit. Awesome. Yeah. Did you design the logo for your band? No, no. no. Oh. I Ivan had hand drawn that out. Oh, okay. And, uh, oh, I was going to say earlier our uh, our band name is Mescal, so our uh, mascot is a worm. So oh, a that's cool. Scale where yeah. my, my dad drew that, and that's it's, it's cool. pretty cool. But uh, you know, just a little fun fact. But does um, the worm have a name? No, no we need not, to come up with a yet. name. Let's come, let's let's get some some um, suggestions. Yeah, for yeah. Come up with some, some suggestions for our scale worm. You can have a mascot on stage dressed up as a worm. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> so if if anyone out there, because I I might have some friends listening. Well, I do have some friends listening that I went to military with. Um, so our reservation is Mescalero Apache Reservation, and we we don't brew this drink here, but there's a there's a form of tequila, right? Yep. And it, it to me uh, a lot of the times, uh, and uh, different companies make it. It's made from um, different places or different companies. Yeah. But sometimes uh, you get a bottle that smells like smoke. Oh yeah, that's it just smells like smoke to me. Typically, that's what most of the mezcal smells like to me too. And when I was a kid. Um, I remember seeing, like, at a, you know, my uncle would show me when he'd come back from out of town. He'd be like, check this bottle out that I bought. It has a worm in it. And then you're just a little kid, and you think it's cool because there's a worm in there. Yeah. And never even really, um, I never tried it. I don't, never got to the worm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear that, that that's You never crazy. tasted mezcal? You never had a shot of it? I had maybe a shot, but. It, to me, it's rougher than tequila. I mean, really? It gets me more buzz fast. Um, I'm not a huge mezcal guy. Yeah. And so what what you guys did, what Denny and his band members and all the band members did with this little play play on the name is taking the, the drink and the fact that we are the Mescalero Apache kind of combined the two, right? Exactly. Is that, yeah, That's and so you got, you got mezcal, you got the drink, and you got mescalero, and there's a worm typically in some of those bottles, yep. which is your mascot, so... All of it, all of it's looking pretty good. It looks pretty smooth. Thank you, Blue. You guys yeah, got that sums it up perfectly. <clears throat> yeah. Actually. So yeah, that that's kind of what we all, you know, went off of. I guess I don't. I just don't remember who came up with the name. But uh, but like you know what what I was saying earlier is that Ivan had hand sketched the uh, the design and he colored it himself. And I had actually um, redid it on my computer, but we never we never. Uh, produced it i don't know what mm-hmm. you would say yeah but uh yeah and then 
and then I redid the worm digitally that my dad had drawn, and uh, that that way we have it if we want to put it on some shirts or something like that. So yeah, that's cool. I didn't uh, design any of those myself personally, but I, I recreated them digitally just for mm-hmm. future use if we need to. That's cool. Yeah. How was it playing in the parade? Man, that was fun. We what we do with the parade is we we do about four or five, maybe six songs at the most, and we just kind of play those over and over because by the time you know we finish one song, the people can't hear us already. Yeah, so, and we're talking about the Fourth of July parade that goes through the whole the, through the community, through yeah, the community, Mescalero. big parade every year. Yeah, so by the time we finish one song, we we've passed a whole lot of people. So. It, it's always a lot of fun. Uh, people recognize us, you know, even more. Like, hey, we saw you in the parade. Are you gonna do the parade this year? You know, yeah. how was it? And it's always a lot of fun. Uh, of course, I love summertime, so you know, being under the sun and, and and just the whole atmosphere and everything is pretty awesome. That's cool. Yeah. And you guys are moving. Like, do, is it? Um, do you have? Do you have like equipment malfunctions and stuff because you're on you're on a float, or you're on a big moving truck you know we haven't had anything major so far i know last year this past fourth of july parade our bassist he had a little bit of a malfunction like that you couldn't hear him for i don't know a few chords or something like that but mm-hmm. um i think it just came unplugged and he found the, the problem right away and fixed it up yeah is it awkward because you're moving when you're already don't even notice it. Yeah, you don't you don't really notice. Um, we're moving so slow, so it, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it would be, but yeah, it's not bad. We do have to tape down a few things just to just to be on the safe side. But yeah, yeah, it's not bad. That's cool. It's it's a lot of fun. Do you throw out candy or anything? Oh, yeah. T-shirts. Usually, usually um, our driver. Oh. Um, or or, you know, say. Uh, me and one of the other band members' kids or something will sit in the front, and they'll throw out the candy. So we need some groupies. Playing. Let's get some groupies. Let's get a sign-up sheet. Hey, yep, get the sign-up sheet. Please. Yeah, if we don't have anyone, I'll go. I'll take my shirt off. I'll walk down the... You should. I'll put a bandana throw on. Throw out worms. Hand throw out worms. Yes. Gummy worms. Or <laughs> Hand out, uh, Handing out the mascot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That'd be cool. Hand out business cards and stuff, because I do try to throw them out, but... It's it's kind of hard doing everything. If anyone wants to book you in the future, um, what do you guys typically charge for certain events, or is it just one price? Or we pretty much uh, do four hundred for let's see, eight twelve. Yeah, eight to twelve or nine to one. Mm-hmm. So four hours, about four hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah. Is that and that's like probably like typical, or do you yeah, guys try to make pretty, yeah. pretty average? For that's a good price. Here. That that's actually a real good price for a band. Yeah, good, yeah good. That, that's average around here. I would say. Yeah. I yeah. Don't know what the other bands charge? And that's really not that much if you break it down like per band member. Yeah, a, yeah. If there's yeah. a lot of you, you might not even get a hundred dollars yeah, each. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and a lot of times, uh, my little brother Anthony will fill in a few songs for Alan or mm-hmm. or something like that, and. He usually doesn't get paid for it. He just does it because he likes to, mm-hmm. and uh, he helps us load and unload. So and that's a lot of work. It uh, is, yeah. So you know, we let him have his little spotlight here and there too. So yeah, yeah. He needs a lot of spotlight. He does. Yeah. He's a, he's a good good person. We keep we keep plugging him, but he's one of my favorites. Um, so with uh, the coronavirus and everything going on, you're not you're probably not going to be able to get any gigs anytime soon. You guys are probably just going to be practicing for the most part if you can't well, if you can even do that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so we can. 
Um, we'll we'll see whenever the next time we can hear from you is uh, or hear from the band. But how many shows do you guys normally perform a year? As many as we can. And the past two years have been kind of steady for us. You know, um, at least five shows from May to July, something like oh, that. Yeah. And then it slows down for us after that. I think in general. It's probably going to slow down for sure because just win- winter time alone, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't see too many events going yeah, on exactly. and stuff like that. Gra- so. The graduation dances are, are what we usually get hired for, and that's in May. So mm-hmm. we usually get about three or four of those. You've done a, a lot in the Boys and Girls Club Carrizo Center, yeah, right? Yeah. That's yeah. a hard room because it's so echoey. It you notice it, that? It's small and it's super echoey. But actually, my, uh, my little brother, Anthony, he got a... Uh, electronic drum set for his birthday last year no mm-hmm. no for graduation and i think that that's going to be a lot better we'll just plug it straight into the pa and there won't be as much echo you know except yeah. for the singing i guess i would i wish they would put it. some kind of like a some kind of different walls or something you yeah, know like what are those things called absorb. The, yeah that absorbs the sounds yeah um, acoustic something yeah i don't, yeah. I don't remember i can't called. remember the name but it's like a it, you can order them into squares they put all over the wall yeah. to make it sound better. They do need that for sure. Kind of yeah. like that foam stuff. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that's a good point because of how many events go through that place. Exactly. And the other bands are probably suffering from the same thing. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel like a, a friendship with the other bands or do you guys kind of have like a little bit of like you know, a little you tension because you guys are you guys are the competition? <laughs> you know, I, I think about that a lot and uh, I think it, it's mostly friendship. Um, I don't know if uh, how they feel towards us or whatever, but I know every time that we go go toward to them or or talk to them, so, you know, just see them in general. Like say, um, I see Shane quite a bit, and you know, we say what's up, you know, what kind of drumsticks he using, or you know, things like that. I don't so, really, I don't think I know anyone that doesn't get get along with Shane. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, pretty so, easy going. He's a real cool, mm-hmm. cool and, dude. Yeah. And that's that, that. That's generally. I think how all of us are and all of his band too. So everything works out. I think bands are supportive of others. I've seen general. him drumming one time. Um, little plug for Shane. I like the way he drums, mm-hmm. man. He feels it. You can tell he gets, he really gets into it. And he, um, he probably maybe hopefully he listens to this podcast and he's like, Oh man, they're talking good about me in there. <laughs> but yeah, I've seen him drumming. He yeah. looks, he looks pretty cool, man. He gives it his all. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's, yeah. a, he's a good band player. He, he takes he, he takes really a lot well. of the attention just from how hard he he goes on yeah. that on those drum sets and I think a lot of people like to watch him watch him drum. Yeah, he always has a good band. Actually, um, our guitarist Ivan played with him and us. Mm-hmm. So, oh, cool. Yeah, so he's I like to see that you guys are all getting along and helping each other out, and you guys don't see that resentment because um, there's already so much of it going around, you know, with, with people being envious and stuff. Yeah. And it's awesome to see people just boosting each other up and being, um, being friends, especially when you guys are, can, can easily be, <laughs> uh, enemies and consider yourselves competition, but it doesn't seem like you guys, you guys feel that way about each other. Yeah, no, I think we, you know, we just try to play and have fun and enjoy ourselves and give the people a variety, you mm-hmm. know, a choice to, to, you know, hey, let's get SK band, and then maybe next year we'll get this Mescal band, and then we'll try somebody else. You know? What I, I oh, oh sorry, I oh. always like doing gigs when there's a band playing. I think I've I've DJed I've DJed where your guys are playing, yeah, and it always makes the show much better because um, 
I could I could play music for like the kids a lot of and then the band they play music for all the adults yeah. yeah and then it gives each other a chance to take a break for a minute so the whole night goes like a lot smoother yeah so those must be bigger events though right because you'd have to hire a DJ and a band no well it, we we've done one at the boys and girls club oh before. really yeah. yeah that that's a that sounds like a lot of fun yeah you probably get a pretty good crowd to show up to that if you can get you know both. To come in and play yeah. DJ and band, yeah. probably a lot of people want to come come see that. That's, so. Yeah, that's typically wh- wh- what people hire most these days is both. Oh, really? If not just the DJ, then it's usually it's usually both. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know if you have any more questions for. Um, before I wrap this up a little bit. I think that's about it. I, yeah, with, uh, I thought I had something earlier, but I can't remember. Uh, are, yeah, are you he, just into metal? Are you inspired inspired by metal? Or that, do, you, do, you, that, do you have um, another genre you listen to? Man, I listen to everything. I love everything. Uh, growing up, my dad was always metal and my mom was always country. Uh-huh. So I know a lot of country, uh, you know, like 90s country, like, uh, of course, George Strait, Alan Jackson, things like that. So I know a lot of that type of music. I wasn't big into rap or anything like that. Um as a matter of fact, that was probably my worst uh, genre oh, really? growing up. But uh, still have respect for it. I, I definitely listen to to some now. Um, so I, I I listen to everything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Did you always want to be like when you were a kid? Did you have dreams of being a rock star when you grew up? Or when probably, did that dream come up? Probably more when I was a teen. Yeah, yeah, like fifteen, sixteen, something like that. Uh, it's more when it came. I did start. Really drumming in sixth grade was when I really started, uh-huh. although I had seen my dad and, and uh, playing before then. Um, when I was in sixth grade was when I really started, and then from then on, yeah. That's cool. Well, um, one thing that I like about you guys, you guys play everything, and that's what I was going to say real quick. Um, I like that you guys have a wide range of variety. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> you play some of these songs. Yeah. I don't know how you were able to flip them into um, like a rock song, like some of like the girl the girl songs or the pop songs. You turn yeah. it into a rock song. Well, Those are a lot of fun to hear. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say we don't necessarily turn them into. But you somehow like play them. Like it's it's yeah. not designed oh, okay, to. Okay. It's not designed to be played that way. But yeah. you like. You jam to like a pop song somehow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's right. I know what you mean. And those those are a lot of fun. So for me personally, I hope to see a little bit more of that that creativity yeah. coming for you guys. And um, I wish all the best to the band cool. and all of the band members. I hope that you guys are able to practice through all of this craziness and and continue to get better. Um, I hope that people continue to support you guys and hire you guys for the most part, you know. Yeah. I really want to see you guys playing a lot more. And I, and I hope this, this band continues just to keep growing and, and getting more popular as time goes on. Yeah. Um, I was real excited to ask you to be on this podca- um, podcast. I Whenever I was talking to your sister, she was like, um, Danny said he'll do one with you. And I was like, you know what's crazy is he's one of the first <laughs> people I want to ask to be on here. But um I was kind of just overwhelmed with who we we're going to put on and how we even just getting the podcast going. We didn't really like line up guests really. Oh, we, uh, we wanted to go off big because um, Gabe Aguilar had just gotten elected as, as president. Yeah. And so that was new. That was like some news we wanted to cover immediately. So we knew there. And then uh, eventually I think it was bound to happen. We were going to have you on no matter what. And I was glad to do it because you're a good person um, I like your attitude. I like how nice you are to everybody that you meet. You're always just real cool with people. 
you, like I said, you're always there for them and congratulating other people. So, you know, I wanted to congratulate you and your successes in life. You've done a great job with all your accomplishments. Thank um, you. Thank you. You're very, um, you're very successful in my eyes. And I, I do, I wish you the best. And that's all I have. Um, Chris, I don't know if you have anything to, to end on that note. Uh, no, I think the same thing. That's congratulations on everything and hope you keep doing good. And, uh, do you have anything you want to say? Any last shout outs or anything? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, few things here and there um first of all you know thank you guys um for allowing me to be on here when i when i started listening to you guys this other podcast i was like man this is cool i want to try it out and i hope i can do it more you know like say with you guys and we have another guest that would be cool you know something like that i I, like i said i like we hope to have it like video one day too like yeah like yeah on youtube how they do it that'd be cool because you know like i said I, i i like talking and i like interacting and people and spotlight and stuff like that so uh thank you guys for that and uh, a couple other things i wanted to say is that you know there, there there's there's so much about me and, and and you touched on a few things here you know personality and successes and things like that but the, a, a lot of times people like you said blue um doesn't seem like i listen to metal I got that all the time. Everybody thought I was a rap guy, and I was like, "No, I'm all metal." <laughs> and so I, I, that happens to me a lot. You know, I, I, I don't know if I'm a different person at work, but I try to be a professional. But uh, that still doesn't take away anything else of what I am, and people don't really know who I am. So, you know, there, there's so much we could talk about and, and spend so much time on, but. I think definitely we're gonna we can uh, if you're <clears throat> since you're interested we we can do we can do more yeah you know we don't we don't have to just and I I've always been fascinated with your music and your band and your talent and um, you guys' ability to play on stage yeah. and you guys had all these questions and stuff and it's I'm a huge supporter of the band so yeah and I want to highlight that and then highlight the good things that you guys are doing in the community and you guys are a successful band so that's cool that, yeah yeah we try you know we try to be an inspiration for people and um just show you know show people that you don't have to be you know to yourselves you could be out there you could do stuff and play for people and change other people's um you know state of mind i guess mm-hmm. you would mm-hmm. say you know through music and things like that and just have fun and have a good time do it in a a safe environment and things like that yeah i got one shout out to my buddy i know he's your brother chris Uh but to my friend rob frizzell um he uh he wanted us to he wanted to tell us to be strong and stay healthy and you know and i think that's um a message that we want to send out to the rest of the community so throughout all this coronavirus and all this craziness happening, um, you know, we just pray that everybody's strong and healthy out there, and yeah. and you guys, you guys stay safe, and I and I really hope that everybody is is really doing that, you know, being healthy, and I hope I I pray for health among among everybody here in this in this tribe, and um, you know, everyone in general, but I I do care about my people, so yeah, watch out for each other's, help each other's, you know, if somebody needs. Uh, some paper towel or roll of toilet paper, you know, help them out. Let's look out for each other's and uh, keep everybody safe and, you know, follow what we need to do. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think we can end on that note. Awesome. All right. Thank, Thank you, you Denny. guys. Yep. You bet, man. Call me anytime. Mescalero. As you probably know by now, you're listening to a podcast. This is
give a chance for some of the unique stories out there um, to be heard and if anything inspire our community.